Power. Welcome to the Automated Accounting Podcast. Welcome to the very first, the, the pre-show. This is the pre-show for the brand new Accounting Automation Podcast. Just for David's ears. Just for David. It's a specific private podcast just for David Leary. So welcome to the Accounting Automation Podcast. Um, I'm Heather Satterley. I'm an accountant. I'm, I'm a newly crowned CPA. Congratulations. That was the big thing in my world in January was I got my CPA license, which is kind of cool. Um, and, uh, and Brian, Brian Clare. I am Brian Clare. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Blueprint Accounting. We're out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. We're fully virtual, bookkeeping, VCFO services. Uh, I'm also a new dad as of June 2019. It's pretty excited there. What? You didn't tell me your daughter's birthday was June 20. June, no, no, June, June, well, June 24th. Oh, okay. Because yeah. my birthday's June 20. And oh, I was like, what? Uh, what? Uh, surprise. Surprise. <laughs> We're birthday sisters. Yeah. Nope, not quite, but that's pretty close. Very close. You guys yeah. can celebrate in the same week. Well, I'm a Gemini and she's a Cancer, so. Oh, all right. Yeah, we didn't even make the same Zodiac sign, but that's okay. We're both on the cusp. You win some, you lose some. What's that? I say you win some, you lose some. No, you win some, you lose some. So yeah, so I, I am, I'm a newly crowned CPA and I also own a consulting firm in Rhode Island. So I'm in the U.S. And uh, my firm's health is, is a consulting firm that's focused on helping people automate their processes, which is why I'm here. And I also have an accounting firm called Back Office Ally, where I do bookkeeping and tax stuff. And then I'm also the co-host of The Appy Hour with Liz and Heather, Ooh. where we talk about apps for an hour plus <laughs> every, uh, a couple times a month. So that's what we've got going on. I'm also an old mom. You're a new dad. I'm an old mom. There we go. My kids are old. My youngest is 15 and I have three grandsons. Nice. But I'm too young to be a grandmother, but I really am a grandmother. So I guess I'm not too young. <laughs> so why, why are we here, Heather? Um, we are here uh, because we are lazy and we don't like to do things manually. And so we try and find ways to get around having to work. <laughs> Absolutely. I would 100% agree with that. Right. As much automation as possible. My right. business partner might not agree with that, but I love it. Yeah. You know, because as, as a lazy accountant, we have to figure out a way to get things done quickly, but still have them be accurate, Right. Totally. So, yeah, so that's, that's kind of our, our quest for in our lives is, is to do that. Yeah. Um, and so you live in Canada, as my son Canada. calls it, yep. Canada. <laughs> and I, I have to ask this question. So do you actually say A? I 100% say A. Do you say A all the time? Pretty often. Usually it's, it, it comes when I'm asking a question. It's almost like I want confirmation from my question, you know? And then if I've had a couple drinks, I, I throw out the A's more often. A's. So. <laughs> I throw out something different from A's, but I can't say oh. what I, Okay, we're keeping a PG yeah, you here. Give me a couple, what's that? We're keeping a PG here. Heather. We're keeping a PG here, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, and, I, and, and it's really weird because I'm from Rhode Island, but I do pronounce my R's. And mm. I think the reason for that is because my name is Heather. And I was really annoyed as a kid when people called me Heather. So that was my name, Heather, because we park oh, a car in the garage. Yeah. I don't. I park my car in the garage, but I'm not 
that's not normal for Rhode Islanders. You sound more Canadian than. I have been saying, oh my gosh, I have been saying progress. I've been finding myself say progress all the time. Progress. I'm like, what is happening to me? Instead of I'm progress. Instead of progress. Like we say mm. progress in the US and you guys say progress. And so I've been saying progress. I'm like, what? Why am I doing that? Maybe I'm going to start see. saying A. You're, you're hanging around with too many Canadians, maybe. Canadians, yeah. My son wants to, my son wants to move to Canada when he's of age. He Come wants to up. move to Ottawa. Yep, that's where I am. Yeah, so he can become fast friends. You guys will become fast friends for sure. There we go. Awesome. He said that when it's, he said that he read somewhere that when it's in the middle of the winter, that if it rains and then freezes, that you can skate around the center of your town. Is that true? Yep, that's called the Rideau Canal. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, I think it's the world's longest skating rink is what it's dubbed. Wow. That's what yeah. he wants to do. That's what, what's, that's what attracts him. <laughs> nice, nice. So what are we bringing to the table to you guys? We want all of you to be, we want to teach you to be like Brian and automate everything. And Brian like Heather. Everything. Yeah, we're automating. We want you to be able to automate so that you can skate and do things other than. <laughs> skate the canal in the winter and not worry right. about your business. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I love it. We've decided that our honorary sponsor for today's um, podcast is the Accounting Salon. Um, they're an unpaid sponsor, but they're a sponsor. They're sponsoring us to to be on this this fake accounting podcast for David. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing here in our intro: Have you signed up for the Accounting Pros Who Love Zapier community on Facebook? I that have is he- Heather's group. I would hope that you're in there. I'm in there. You do share a lot of news about Zapier. So uh, if you're interested to learn more about Zapier, definitely check out that Facebook group. We would love to have you. It's um, lots of cool cool stuff going there. If you're stuck on Zap, there's lots of other accounting pros that can help you fix it or even get ideas from other people. So so what's new in automation, Brian? What is new? Uh, You can share Zaps in Zapier. That is new and that's really exciting. I actually, I shared my first app. Um, it was during, you guys don't have 1099s in Canada. Nope. You count that as one of your blessings. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have, uh, we have our 1099s. And so as a gift to my fellow accountants, I shared out my W9 collections app, which automates an email to a vendor um, with a blank W-9 attached so we can get those W-9s because we all know that, you know, when we're preparing 1099s, the process is so much more painful if we don't have the information we need to actually create the 1099s. <laughs> so what the Zap does is when you add a new vendor to QuickBooks Online and you check the box that they need to be tracked for 1099, it sends them an email with a W-9. Mm. So anyway, I shared that out. And what's cool about it is that when I shared it out, it's just a link and people can just click on the link and then it opens up their Zapier account and they can just connect their account. So their QuickBooks account, their email account, make some modifications and it's plug and play. So that's exciting. That is very exciting. I'm sure your W9 Zap would actually save people a ton of time. It does. It does save time. I mean, they do have to actually complete the W9 and remember to sign it and then upload it. So it's, but it does save me the time of having to actually send the email and attach the, the document to it. There I don't have go. to remember to do that. It just happens. Yeah. So what was exciting about that too, was that Wade Foster, CEO, 
mm-hmm. of uh, Zapier. He shared, he shared it. He like shared my Zap. Oh, oh. I know. That's like superstar like, status. Right. Yeah. I was like, holy moly, that's cool. So he thought that it was really cool. cool. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of jealous, actually. It was pretty sweet. It was one of those moments like, wow. And Zapier actually shared it out too. Like the company nice. that he shared and then he shared it out. I was like, wow, that's cool. Nice. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of what's new in the world of Zapier. Um, any new apps you were telling me earlier, uh, Brian, about some new apps that, that you've kind of stumbled upon that you really like and are implementing in your life. Yeah. So we've started using an app called Front. It's for team collaboration, just helps you with uh, team inboxes, as well as sharing emails across the business. You can comment on them, you know, do a a shared draft, that sort of thing. So it's going to help a lot with collaboration. Definitely. Yeah, I can see. I mean, that's a problem. Like with my new firm um, that I just started, we were having issues with that. I turned on, so we use Carbon and I had turned on the button so that my partner could see all my emails because that was one of the reasons that we implemented carbon and then she was so busy she kept forgetting like i think i sent her an email or a text every day i was going to create a zap that every time she did something it would remind her to go in and flip that switch (laughs) (laughs) i was like i can't see your email and so i'd have to like text her did you talk to this person can you forward me the email or cc me on it like all you got to do is go into your settings and turn on that button so she eventually did Nice. But uh, it has that kind of functionality as well, Carbon, um, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah, it's definitely good to have that collaboration because if you, if you hand off a client to someone or, you know, someone goes on vacation or they're sick, they need to know what the last communication was. Definitely. Or you have two people ask for the same thing and the client gets annoyed, right? Totally. I think cool, my, cool. I, I, you know, new apps, I, I can't, it's not really a new app, but I think I was telling you earlier that something that I kind of found out about and actually... I think it was David <clears throat> Leary, um, you know, who's also a king of automation. He actually, I think I thought, I heard about it from him, where you can actually use your Windows button. If you're a Windows computer, Windows V, you can enable the clipboard on the Windows environment so that it'll actually copy all of your, it'll keep a digest of all the things that you've copied. So you can paste from a list of your last, I don't know, 15, 20 copies. It's really awesome because I do a lot of content cool. development where I'm copying a lot of things. But even when you're doing data entry, which we try to avoid at all times, that's really helpful because if you're copying and pasting the same memo into multiple lines, right, you can press on the Windows and the V button and it will give you a whole list of, like I said, the last 15 or 20 things that you copied and then you just select it and it, it inserts it. So it's kind of life changing once you start using it. I use it all the time now. Um, but that was a really good one. So that's, that is tech and it's cool. Um, and you probably have it and it's free. So like everybody should use it and get it. The only thing that I will tell you is that if you use a password app like LastPass or OnePass, it does copy the password. So that's something Ooh. that you just want to keep in mind. And there's, there's apps out there that do the same thing that would encrypt the password. So if you are concerned about your environment, like, not using that in on a public Wi-Fi or something, there's apps out there that'll encrypt it. But that is one vulnerability of using that particular feature that mm. us as accountants should definitely know about. Definitely. Right? Definitely. I'm on a Mac, so I can't really do that. So I'm just going to ignore everything you just said. I'm sorry, Mac people. You should all be on the 
we'll, well figure out our funny. own way to do that. <laughs> well, it's funny too because you're on Mac, but you just told me that like your your practice is all office based, like Microsoft. Yeah, totally is. So yeah. that's that's weird. And I'm yeah. Google. Like I, I don't know. Cross, crossing lines there. Well, that's the beauty of of the world we live in now. Is like it's not you don't have to be all team Microsoft or all team Mac. Very true. All now right. we're going to talk about the automation of the day, and we're talking about you have the automation of the day. I do. So uh, this is, we'll say it's the blueprint hiring process, and I'm totally going to give props to Juliet Aurora. She is one of the owners of AIS Solutions and Ninja Network. So she shared this with me. I think she's been sharing it through some uh, conferences for a while now, um, but we've implemented it at Blueprint, and I find it's working sometimes. depends on the people that actually submit. So basically, uh, step one, a person submits an email to us with their resume and a very specific subject, which we put in our, uh, our job posting. Then they get an automated email back to complete a video answering some specific questions. Hmm. Step two, they submit their video via email to us with a, another specific subject, and they get another automated email back to complete a bookkeeping quiz. And then step three, they're going to obviously complete that quiz and we get a notification internally that someone has gone through the entire process, which tells us to now go review their submissions and see if we want to interview them. That's awesome. And did you, did you write the quiz yourself or is there a quiz bank that you use? I did create it myself. Uh, we use Typeform to create it, but there are some apps out there. I don't remember the names that you can get quiz banks or, or questions from quiz banks. Yeah, I guess you could use something like Google Form to uh, Google Forms to do that, but yeah. then you'd have to grade it, right? You'd have to grade it. It would not grade. So we actually like in Typeform, we just assign a point to each correct answer, right? Okay. And it tells them whether they got the answer right or wrong right after they answer it, so they know how they're doing throughout the entire quiz. And then at the end, it gives them their final score, and then we get the notification to say, "Here are their answers. Here's their score." That's brilliant. I love that. Yeah. So what, can you tell us what apps you're using to create that automation? Sure. So I know you just a type form, but what else is there? Yeah. So obviously email, we're on Microsoft. Uh, so we'll send an email directly from um, our kind of shared inbox, we'll say. We have Indeed, which is where we're posting the job description. Although we're probably switching it to our own career page on our, on our website. And then we'll just blast social media about us hiring and people will go there and it'll kind of, they'll fill out a form and go through that process and then we have type form obviously um and then anything they want to capture the video with they can just send it through the email okay and so oh sorry one, one more thing actually the final message comes to slack oh, okay so it lets you know so it lets your team know either you or, or your partner yep. know that it's time that's cool and it's all pieced together with zapier zapier i love zapier that's awesome yeah, and yeah. so if uh, they don't want to take the time to complete it, you know they're not a self-starter, right? That's exactly what it is. It's a very yeah. self-selecting process. Speaking of videos, I think that videos, have, you use, do you use, what do you use for videos to send videos to people? We use Loom. You use Loom. Okay. I use one called Cloud App, but I love that because what used to happen is I use Snagit too, because I do a lot of content creation. And so with Snagit, it's awesome because it has the editor, right? I can add like call outs and things like that. But what mm -hmm. I used to do is I would record in Snagit and then I'd save it and I'd name it. 
how to attach it to an email. It was like eight steps to send the video to anybody. And so with Loom and with Cloud App, which both of them I think have free versions, you literally click on the button to start recording your screen or your face or your voice or whatever, and you record. And then as soon as you stop the recording, it uploads it to the cloud, creates a, a link, and then you just copy the link and mail it to somebody or email it to somebody. It's pretty amazing. It's a huge time saver. It totally is. Yeah. It's so much easier to just record your screen and kind of click around where someone should be looking to tell right. them what to do instead of writing this huge blurb about what they should do. Exactly. It's so, so much more efficient. And you can, the paid version has cool features like, I know with at least Cloud App, I don't use Loom, but with Cloud App, it has cool features like I can personalize it to my personal URL and I can encrypt it. So I can actually show a client in their accounting system what's going on and send it to them and they, you know, they would need a password to get in and watch it, which yeah. is important, right? Totally. Yeah. I want to be sending videos with my client's data in there. So Yeah, I know you can do passwords on videos in Loom. Yeah. I guess you can't send like an encrypted message through it. You would be sending it through email, but they do have the password feature. So that's helps a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. There's a lot. We talked a lot about a lot of technology in a very Absolutely. short period of time. Let's, uh, let's talk about the automation challenge. Yes. We're going to challenge our listeners to, to automate something in their life. We're going to do that every episode. We're going to challenge you to make a change, just a little change to make your life easier so you can go do something um, fun that you like to do rather than do data entry. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And um, the whole goal, like, like, uh, like Heather said, if you're doing all these automations, add them up, you're going to have a ton of new automations throughout the year. Yep. So what we're going to challenge you with is to find an app to help automate your scheduling. So what, what do you currently use for that, Heather? I use Acuity Scheduling. So I use Acuity Scheduling so people can self-book because that is probably one of the biggest time sucks in a accounting practice is making the appointments, finding the right time to meet with a client. Um, we used to have, right, we used to have a person, yeah, <laughs> a, a full-time person that managed everybody's schedules. And so now you don't have to do that anymore. So you, you can have the Acuity. What do you, you use? Something different than Acuity, right? Yeah, we use Calendly. And they're both great. They both have great features. You can put a signature, a, a link to your calendar and your signature line of your email. And then if somebody needs to schedule time with you, you can. Um, I know I don't, I don't want people booking time, lots of time with me, unless I know exactly, you know, like I want to qualify my time. Yep. <laughs> That's, I don't know. I just don't want to have calls all the time trying to qualify leads. So, you know, one of the things I like about this, those scheduling tools is you can actually put a price and uh, require payment. So if somebody wants to book an hour and appointment with you, you give them the opportunity to do it, but they have to pay for it. So that's an option. I know with Acuity, you can also schedule classes. So I, yeah, I teach Zapier yeah. classes. So you can teach classes through it and offer those on your website and embed them. It totally removes that back and forth of, are you available at one? Oh, no, I'm not. Are you available at two? Right. Oh, no, not then. So just completely removes it. Anytime I get a request for a meeting, oh, here's my link. Book something yeah. with me. And depending on like the paid version gives you one appointment type. I know in Calendly, I don't know about, I, I don't know what Acuity gives you free, if anything, but um, it's not very expensive. I think I pay $10 yeah. a month for yeah. Acuity. Yeah, Cal Calendly's about the same value. as well. Yeah. yeah, and it gives you one, the free version gives you one type of appointment. So whether it's 30 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, whatever, and then, you know, you don't even have to pay for it. 
And then if you pay for it, which I think it's eight bucks a month per user for Calendly, because I use Calendly, it's funny. I use Acuity and Saturday training and I use Calendly and Back Office Ally. And one of the cool things about back, uh, Calendly that I love is that my partner and I each have our own calendars in um, Calendly, but then we also have a shared calendar that does a round robin. So if somebody goes and fills out a form on our website, sometimes it goes to my partner, sometimes it goes to me, depending on who has the availability. It's pretty cool. Same thing for us. Yep. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. That, that's, a yeah. Huge, that's a really nice feature. I don't know Definitely. that Acuity does that. Um, I haven't tried it. So go find, oh, there's another one I wanted to tell people about too. There's, there's an app out there called Doodle, D-O-O-D-L-E. And it's free too. There's a paid version, of course. There's always a paid version, right? But it has a free version. And it allows you, if you're trying to get together a group of people for a meeting, right? You're trying to schedule a meeting, maybe for a board meeting or another group, and you need to find a time for everyone involved in the call. You can create a Doodle meeting you put in slots over different days, like different days and different times, and then everybody votes. And then after everybody votes, then you can see the times that all the participants are available and you can schedule a meeting. So that's or a cool the most too. people are available. Or the most people are available, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's more right. democratic, I would say. Yeah, so that's a good one. And then you also have other apps, like Pipedrive has a scheduling feature. It's not great though, I don't love it. Mm, yeah, it's hit or miss for sure. It, yeah. I tried it, but Calendly ended up being more easy and more efficient to use. So we stuck with Calendly. That's exactly what I did too. I just felt like the pipe drive one was a little rigid in what you were able to do. You know, you had to pick the times and the dates. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Go look at my calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So there's lots of apps out there. So our challenge is find one that works for you, implement it, and you'll reap the rewards. Definitely. Yeah. And if you, one thing you want to think about is when you're looking at any app, you want to be thinking about, does this app integrate with other stuff that I'm using? Because you may find an app that you really like, but if it doesn't integrate with any, you know, your email or your practice management or whatever, then you're kind of boxing yourself in a little bit because ultimately you're going to want to have all of these systems in your practice talk to each other. So that's a huge one. Or if they're on Zapier, then you're probably going to be okay. Yeah. I think that's now a requirement now for any app I pick up. It's got to be on Zapier. Same for me. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. So that is episode one of the Accounting Automation Podcast. It is. That was fun. And thank you to the Accounting Salon. Brian and I knew each other before Accounting Salon, but now we have another reason that we can get together and do cool things together. So thanks to the Accounting sure. Salon for not sponsoring us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please rate and comment on this podcast at Apple Podcasts. And you can continue the conversation with us by visiting our website.